Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hi there, it's Wendy McNeil here with Charlie Jane Speakers coming to you today with another podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Um, She actually spoke inside our Live Bold and Bloom Women's Speakers Club and she was fantastic. And I just wanted to kind of share her talk with the rest of the world. It's going to be a great podcast. Um, Before I do introduce our guest and switch gears uh, to the recording, I want to invite you to our Grow Your Speaking Biz Facebook group. It is a group full of passionate and talented speakers who exchange ideas, tips, strategies that really help you launch and grow your speaking business. I promise you will not be disappointed. You can come over to Facebook. It is called Grow Your Speaking Business. Uh, Another way you can get there is speakingbizcommunity.com speakingbiz, B-I-Z, community.com will also get you over to our Facebook group, and I look forward to seeing you over there. One more thing, Um, it is July, so we want to remind anybody, um, if you're interested, we are getting ready to open the doors to the Charlie Jane Speakers Club for six days only. That is July 22nd, which I believe is next week, Um, July 22nd through the 27th. That is six days only. We open up to new members and we only open up a few times a year. And uh, so if you're ready to really start seeking out speaking opportunities and, you know, submitting your proposals, this is the place to be. You know, we actually started, I actually started uh, the Charlie Jane Club in 2005. 2005, it's crazy it has been that long. And back then we only had, if I recall, it was maybe 10 Uh, or 20 speaking opportunities coming in a month. And today, we are now sharing 400 plus, 400 plus fresh speaking opportunities to our members every single month. And I created the Booked Solid Success Path. um, And that actually goes hand in hand with the speaking opportunities. So, and I cannot forget, of course, our fabulous speaker community. Now, if you're not on the wait list, and you want to be notified when I open the doors, you can click the link. It'll be in the show notes and that will take you over there and we'll send you an email when the doors open. Remember July 22nd through the 27th, mark your calendars, get on the wait list and I'll let you know when we are open. I can't wait to welcome you. Now on to the podcast with our special guest. Her name is Heather Bison. She helps speakers just like you land higher paying gigs by crafting a website that showcases your message, your energy, and your experience. Now, she is an amazing website designer, and she's going to be talking to you about four questions your website needs to answer. Four questions your website needs to answer. This is a very important. Um, I've talked about this, you know, for a couple decades now about your website, and it is a very important marketing piece. Everything needs to be in place. You need to have all the elements, and it needs to be nicely designed, okay? So you're not going to want to miss this. Everybody get out your pen, get out your paper. Oh, only if you're at home or in your office. Please do not do this while you're driving. 
okay? And I'm gonna switch gears and we're gonna go into her audio presentation and I will be back at the end uh, of the podcast. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Heather Fison, and I'm joining you today from Portland, Oregon. I'm a website designer for public speakers. I upgrade your online portfolio to help you land higher paying speaking gigs and expand your impact. Today, I'm gonna be talking to you about the four questions your website needs to answer. I first of all wanna say a huge thank you to Wendy for giving me this opportunity. I'm confident today's presentation is going to provide a ton of value And my goal is to give you some actionable takeaways that you can implement on your website today. I want to start by telling you a story. Last weekend, my partner Matt and I went camping and we decided to camp in the northwestern part of Oregon so that we could spend a whole day hanging out in the city of Astoria. Now, if you haven't been to Astoria before or aren't familiar with it, it is a really cute city that's right on the coast. It has a lovely walkable downtown area and also a beautiful path along the waterfront where you can look for wildlife and watch the ships coming in and out of the port. So after having breakfast, we decided to check out the shops. One that we went into was a secondhand store. Now, when you walk into the store, piled high from the floor to the ceiling were used clothes. There were... A lot of them hung on racks, but even on top of those racks were piles of more clothes. Everywhere you looked, you couldn't even see the walls or the floor because clothes were everywhere. Although there was a little bit of organization and some similar items were together, it was chaos. There weren't any labels or sections in the store. Many of the clothing items didn't have any prices on them to find anything that was your size or the type of clothing you were looking for, you had to dig. It was a mess. A few stores later, we ended up at a shop that as soon as I walked in, I felt right at home. It was cleanly laid out. There were sections for the various items that were displayed. The prices were clearly marked. There was signage throughout the store. I felt like it was welcoming and beautiful, and I was just really interested in the things there. I ended up making a purchase at that store. I'm sure you've had similar shopping experiences. Some where you walk into a store and you're totally overwhelmed. You don't know where to start. You may spot something that interests you and go look at it for a moment, but ultimately just feel this huge sense of overwhelm and maybe even just confusion because you can't find anything and decide you'd rather leave than put in effort to finding something to buy. And then you've had experiences at other stores where as soon as you walk in the door, you almost stop and just breathe this sigh of relief because you feel like you found your place. Items are organized and displayed in ways that make you want to interact and make purchases. As we move through the four questions your website needs to answer, I want you to keep in mind this comparison between the really crowded, disorganized store and the beautiful, easy to navigate store.
Let's start by discussing the first question that every site visitor asks when they land on your website. Are you right for me or my organization or company? When I walked into those stores in Astoria, I felt either very out of place and confused or that I was totally in the right place. I knew that that second store was for me. And that is what we want your website to make people feel. When a visitor comes to your website and they land on your homepage, they're going to know immediately whether they want to stay and explore more, whether they connect with your message, whether the products and services you offer apply to them, or whether they want to leave. The most important piece of real estate on your website is what in the design world we call above the fold. That refers to the section of your homepage that you can see on your screen before you scroll down at all. In that space, you should have a header and tagline. These should be visible, concise, and specific. Because this is so important, I wanna take a few minutes here to discuss how to create a tagline. The recipe for a powerful tagline includes these four elements, who you are, what you do, who you serve, and the transformation you facilitate. One thing I consistently see on speaker websites is that the information provided above the fold is really vague. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't wanna say there's anything wrong with putting labels like speaker or coach or author. Those keywords are really important. But think about how many people fall into those general categories. Thousands and thousands of people. And those keywords ultimately don't really tell me what you do. So what we wanna do with the tagline is to get really specific. We want to hook the visitor right away and tell them the transformation they can expect when they work with you. What I want you to think about is, where is a person or organization prior to working with you? What are their problems? What issue do they have that's the reason they are coming to you and need your service? They need you to come speak at their company with a workshop or keynote because they are having this specific problem. Then you want to contrast their problem with what that person or organization is going to look like after working with you. What are they gonna be getting out of this relationship? Another way to talk about the transformation you provide is saying how you are different. There are speakers who use humor in their talks or there are even speakers who are magicians or singers who include those crafts in their presentations. So what is your thing? And what is the unique approach you use that makes you stand out? So here are a few transformation examples I whipped up. Inspiring employees out of apathy and into action. Taking your company from behind the scenes to innovative powerhouse. Preparing sales teams to face objections and win contracts. 
These are just a few examples. You need to come up with the tagline that works best for you and the offerings that you have in your speaking business and any other services and products you offer. But you know, if you're confused about words to use in your tagline, one thing I recommend is reading through the testimonials you've collected. Often there are hidden gems in there that can be the perfect verbiage for your tagline. By placing a powerful header and tagline above the fold on your homepage, a visitor can easily and quickly answer their first question. Are you right for me? And if the answer is yes, they move on to their second question. Where should I go? This is where the strategy behind your website design comes into play. Your website needs to be organized in a way that anyone who lands on it knows exactly what they need to click on to get the information they're looking for. Your main navigation is the first place that's easy to organize. These are the links at the top of your website that lead to other main pages. Make those links easy and use industry standard words like about, services, speaking, contact. I'd refrain from getting fancy and using phrases like read my story instead of about. Industry standard language helps search engines like Google index your website correctly and in turn uh, helps your search engine optimization. So use one word simple titles when possible in your main navigation. The one thing I run into a lot when working with speakers in my web design business is that they usually offer a lot of different products and services. So not only do they speak, but they're also a business consultant or a coach, or they have a podcast and a book and three online courses. It gets really confusing when you list all of the specifics on your homepage and give all the information up front. If you have multiple offers, can your site visitor easily figure out which is best for them? To put this in perspective, I want you to think about going to a restaurant where the menu is eight pages long. You've been to the type of place I'm talking about. They make everything under the sun. It's hard to make a decision because you have all the options. Contrast that with a restaurant that is known for a specific thing, their specialty. They have a limited menu, but you know exactly what you're getting. That is what we want for your website. We don't want your website to be that super long menu where everything you offer is listed there because that is very confusing. And we don't want to put people in a situation where there are so many choices that they don't choose anything. Paralysis by analysis. So when you think about your website, imagine you're creating that limited menu on the homepage. You definitely want details, but those can be on topic specific pages on the homepage you want the limited menu. Use main categories for your offerings and build pathways for your site visitor to choose from. So what are the things you want to promote or sell the most? This can help narrow down what you should put on your homepage. I imagine since you're listening to this, speaking is one of those things. So make sure that's prominently listed. 
if speaking is the only thing you offer in your business, then that's great. But for those of you that offer other types of services or products, it's often best to offer two to three paths. Um, one can be for event professionals to learn about your speaking, and the others can be for different types of one-on-one -on -one services you offer. So let's say you have three options, like speaking, coaching, and a book. I recommend finding a picture or icon that represents each of those and put them next to each other on your homepage. Add a brief description under each option with a button that leads to the corresponding page on your website where they can learn more. This helps funnel your site visitors based on their needs. If right now you aren't sure what the pathways are on your website, what I recommend is to sit at the computer and have a piece of paper and a pen next to you. And starting on your homepage, write down every single link or button and where those lead to. And then for each of where those links lead, what links are there and where do those go? So what you're gonna come up with is almost like a family tree where you're gonna have the site page at the top and then branches coming down and out. So let's say there's on your homepage, there is a button to your speaking page. Then when you get to your speaking page, there is a link to your contact page. That would be considered one pathway. So one thing that's really great about taking time to map out the pathways on your site is that it shows you what your site map looks like. So imagine you have this chart and in creating that, you are going to get, you're gonna see three things. First, it's gonna help you find any broken links on your website that need to be fixed. Second, it's going to tell you how many clicks it takes for a visitor to reach a contact form or a purchase button. And as a side note here, if that's more than about three clicks, you may want to shorten those paths. So that's why mapping this out on a piece of paper can help a lot because you can see that maybe you have five or six links in a particular pathway and that's often too many and you're gonna lose people. The third thing is that if any buttons or links seem extraneous as you're creating your sitemap, get rid of them. If something doesn't have a clear purpose, it can go. So the site visitor has asked, are you right for me? And they said, yeah, I think so. I'm gonna click around and learn more. Next, they asked, where should I go? And you've provided them with a clear path to whatever service or product they are most interested in. The third question your speaker website needs to answer is, can you solve my problem? You may think this question is answered in your tagline or through a particular service that's listed on your site. But what this question is really getting at is, have you solved other people's problems who are similar to me or my organization? Your site visitor knows their problem intimately. <laughs> they know their sales team is not converting leads at the level their company needs 
or they're having a lot of issues with interdepartmental conflict and they need their managers to go through a conflict management training, or they have an all employee event every year and they want to bring in someone who can inspire innovation. Whatever it is, they know their problem and they wanna know if you understand it too. They wanna see what problems you've solved for other people or organizations just like them. This is where social proof is vital on your website. Social proof can be showcased in a variety of ways. The most common and arguably the most powerful are testimonials. These can be written or in video form. Testimonials give you an opportunity to tell a story and talk about past client wins and above anything else, they help to communicate that you understand your site visitor's problem and can solve it. Another way to show social proof is by displaying logos of past clients or events you've spoken at. Even podcast logos are a great addition to your site. These give you credibility. And a third and final way you can show social proof is by displaying numbers. This is a unique way to show that you can display the number of people who have been through your program or the number of keynotes you've given. You can get really, really creative with these. The fourth and final question we're going to talk about today that your website needs to answer is, what are my next steps? Your site visitor determined that you might be a fantastic fit for them You've given them a clear path so they knew exactly where to go on your website. You gave them proof you can solve the problem they have. So now they want to know how they can contact you. What is the process for working with you? For event professionals, this is just a phone number, an email address, some easy way for them to reach out to you. For one-on-one -on -one clients, it's likely your contact form. What this really boils down to is that you need to have obvious and clear call to actions or CTAs throughout your website. There should be at least one type of CTA on every page. And I'm saying type here because you can totally repeat the same CTA multiple times on a single page. Often a CTA is shown in the form of a button some examples are ones that say, contact me, or book a consultation call, or buy now. Make sure you make it super simple for visitors to find your contact information or a form to submit. I recommend putting your contact information, that phone number and email address, in at least two places. One, of course, is on your contact page, but the other is in your site footer because that ensures that your contact information is on every page of your website. And it's a very common place that people know to go to find contact information. Another thing I highly recommend using in your speaking business, if you can, is an appointment scheduling software. This can be something like Calendly or Acuity or a CRM like HoneyBook or Dubsado. This makes it easy that if someone wants to book a call with you, you can send them a link to your calendar and they can just choose a time that works best for them and book it right there. 
it can be frustrating from the customer standpoint to have to email back and forth a bunch of times to schedule a time to talk with you. But basically, the easier you make it for someone to contact you, the more likely they are to do so. And that is the point I really want to drive home. So today we've talked about the four questions your website needs to answer. I'm gonna recap them. Number one, are you right for me or my company or organization? Number two, where should I go? Number three, can you solve my problem? Number four, what are my next steps? These four questions provide you with a framework that you could come back to over and over again when making updates to your website. If after what you've learned today, you already know your site needs some editing, then I would schedule an hour in your calendar to look at your site through the eyes of a visitor. It is so important that your website is not only attractive and easy to navigate, but also organized in a strategic way so it attracts your ideal clients. Think back to the shops in Astoria that I told you about. The one with clothes piled from the floor to the ceiling, difficult to find things, confused about what they really have to offer. Is that your website? Is it currently crowded and confusing? Or what about that other shop that I absolutely fell in love with as soon as I walked in, where everything had its place? There was space between each item. I could find things. It was beautiful, but also made sense. There were section signs and price tags. Does your website make visitors want to interact and learn more about you? I hope you can take these four questions and look at your website, if not this week, then next week. And I would love to hear from you about any changes that you make. In addition to the presentation and connecting with you, I want to offer some additional support. So I have a free guide that is called the four common website mistakes speakers make and how to fix them. And these are actually four different things that I didn't cover in today's presentation. So that way you can get some new and valuable content. So if you would like a copy of the guide, the special link I've created for the group is heatherfison.com forward slash Wendy, that's W-E-N-D-I. And my last name is spelled F as in Frank, I-S-O-N. Wasn't that awesome? She is just, she's amazing. She's amazing. Be sure you go and check her out and also click on uh, the links in the show notes for today. And remember, the Charlie Jane Speakers Club opens the doors to new members July 22nd through the 27th, six days only. Okay, so make sure you mark your calendar, grab that link in the show notes, get on the wait list, and I will let you know uh, when the doors open. And I will see you over in our Facebook group as well, right? That link is also in the show notes, or you can go to speakingbizcommunity.com. Speakingbizcommunity.com will get you over there as well. So thank you everybody for listening into today's podcast and you have a fantastic day. Bye.